Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. All of us as parents want our children to succeed, but is it critical that your child qualifies for some honor society or makes the travel team for soccer uh, and also becomes class president? I mean, do you need all that? Do they need all that? I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, who is a counselor and heads up our parenting and youth team here at Focus on the Family. And Danny, what I described is kind of the parent who's overinvested in their children's success. And that, that's kind of not a good thing, right? Right, but we can all fall into that trap, really. We want our kids to do well, and sometimes we compare ourselves to other parents and see their kids doing super well, and so then you want your kids to, to go there. I, I think if we were all honest, we would say we've, we've gone in there oh, in yeah. that space. And it, it really begins to create in your child a belief that they need to meet certain standards in order to be worthwhile, hmm. or to be loved, or to, uh, to, to have some type of worth to others. And so it sets for them an overwhelming amount of stress and pressure and demand. And some kids have come into my counseling office with this very issue as a family saying, I'm done with it. I'm, hmm. I'm, I'm anxious. I'm having panic attacks. I'm depressed now. And I'm just done. And so parents need to realize that uh, it, there, there's a great opportunity to have celebrations along the way with our kids as we're learning who God has created them to be. Encourage them along the way and enjoy the ride instead yeah. of putting so much pressure on it. And then you, you regret the fact that you weren't really present there. You're just hoping for the success and uh, you miss out on a lot of things along the way. I've shared with uh, some friends and my kids as well that uh, I, I really feel like my folks did this pretty well. I remember going off to college and I asked my dad, do you have any you know, aspirations for me? Because I, I didn't feel this pressure as the firstborn child, first going off to college. I didn't feel this pressure from him. And he was like, no, I just want you to do well and be happy in life. Hmm. I don't care what you do. Wow. That Great was just an amazingly releasing thing for me. And I think as parents, we have a lot of uh, ability to influence our kids in positive ways if we don't restrict them to doing things that are going to feed us and our ego. Uh, let's go ahead and hear a conversation now that Jim Daly and I had with psychologist Michael Anderson and pediatrician Timothy Johansson, who reminded us that the goal of parenting is not to produce perfect children. Now, you two have written this comprehensive book for parents uh, that will serve as the basis for our discussion today. The title's Gist, which I, I love that, the gist of it. Uh, is that what you're trying to drive toward, the gist of parenting? Yeah, I think when we wrote the book, it, it came out of a couple of different places. Uh, first, for me, the the issue of seeing so much stress in families. Uh, yeah, there is the, a bit of that, isn't there's there? There's a lot of that. And it, over the last 25 years in practice, that seems to have grown each year. Uh, and I think there's a, a lot of reasons for that. Um, and as we wrote the book, we spent an awful lot of time trying to think of a good title that would really encapsulate what's in the book. And it... It took a long time, didn't it, Mike? Yeah, even though the book's 320 pages, it is just the basics. It's about how you look at parenting, and that's what's different about this book than other books because it's not about how to get your kid to behave a certain way. It's about how to think about parenting so the right thing comes natural. Hey, let's talk about that. Why are we drawn as parents to try to get our kids to behave a certain way? And we think that's the goal. I mean, when you see a well-behaved child, you're thinking, wow, those guys are doing a great job parenting. Um, is that accurate? It might be accurate. It might not be. 
because everything has to progress from something. So in other words, discipline is important, but it's only important if it leads to self-discipline. Just being obedient isn't, there's a great story I want to tell about that. Um, a guy came in my office and he said, I said, why are you here? And he said, my daughter, you wouldn't believe what she's become. The last 90 days, she's changed completely. And uh, she'll do anything her friends say. She's smoking, she's stealing, she's shoplifting. And I said, well, what was she like 90 days ago? And he said, well, she was an A student and she was at, at, in the church youth group and she would do anything we told her to do. And the wording caught my ear, and I said, well, she hasn't changed that much. She just changed who she was listening to. Oh, that's interesting. So she wasn't ever thinking for herself. And so when she stopped being obedient and listening to mom and dad and started listening to her friends, it looked like a radical change, but she hadn't developed an identity of her own yet. Hmm. Well, talk about that frustration that is there in parenting today. And any of us with children uh, typically go through bouts of frustration because we don't feel like our children are getting it, especially in the Christian community. I think we have a high standard. Um, Not to say that those that aren't in the faith community don't, but we tend to want to see perfection in our kids, you know, that they never lie, that they never do something that's outside of the character of God. That's a pretty steep order. There's some fundamental misperceptions that make things stressful. For one thing is um, most of the parents I work with are relentlessly lovers of their kids. Yes. And what that leads to is they misperceive that their job is to relentlessly parent their kids. Uh-huh. Oh, that's, that's and, good. And when what our job really is, is to relentlessly love our kids enough to parent them as little as possible. And that's not intuitive. I thought you were going to say that's scary. <laughs> it, it is scary, too. Yeah. Tim, that is kind of scary because, um, you know, again... I think from a human standpoint, we tend to want to control the environment as parents. We want to ensure that they're safe, that they're not stepping over the line, whatever that line might be. Why should we relax? Convince me. Well, <laughs> well, Jim, I think that's a great question. I think so many parents, whether they're in the Christian community or not, um, really feel like they have to be a perfect parent. And they look at their children and their children's behaviors and their children's accomplishments as proof that they're good parents or great parents or perfect parents. And one of the points of our book is we got to back off on that. And you need to understand as a parent, you're going to make a mess of things sometimes. I know certainly I have as a father. I've made good decisions and bad decisions. And thankfully, my Heavenly Father stepped in in the places where I've been so deficient. Um, But parents need to take that whole mindset of I've got to do this perfectly and just throw that away because that's not how parenting works and it's not how it's intended to work. Well, Danny, it's so easy for us to get um, invested emotionally in our children's achievements. As you said earlier, I think we all, I've certainly fallen prey to that. It's like, oh, maybe... (laughs) Um, so what advice do you have for us, um, those of us who may be a little too concerned about our children's success? Well, I remember a, a, a couple that I spoke with not too long ago, high-achieving adults, very driven uh, parents. They had high positions in, in business and were athletes, college athletes, and they had the same demands for their son. And the son began to crumble under that. Hmm. And what he shared was that pornography... Uh, was beginning to 
become an outlet for him. Uh, he had shared that with a friend, and it ended up trickling to the parents, and they're saying, what do we do with this? And when we got to the root of it, stress was overwhelming this young man, and he couldn't figure out a way to handle it. And if he asked for help, that's showing weakness, mm-hmm. and so he couldn't do that. And so it's going to power. And he found the power of controlling this sexual access online. And so this is not an isolated story. It's very common with these high-achieving, stressful homes. Kids look for substances, marijuana to calm down, other things to just calm themselves down. And so as parents, we need to be aware of what pressures we are putting on ourselves and in turn putting on our kids and why they're there. Hmm. Because every pressure has a cost to it. There's a price to be paid for the pressure you're putting. So if we have pressure to to really uh, pursue a relationship with Christ, there's a price that we pay for that. We sacrifice certain things to pursue that. Pressure is not necessarily a bad thing, but each one has a price to it, and we have to keep that in mind because we could be crushing our kids without knowing it. So have check-ins every week. Hey, yeah. what's it like to be in our home? What's it like to be a 12-year-old? in our home? What's it like to be a 13-year-old? And be ready for some honest feedback. Make it very comfortable. And then as you take get that feedback, make adjustments because then it's trusted. I appreciate that insight and hope that you as a listener are uh, able to capture some of the wisdom that Danny just shared. Uh, certainly our website has a lot of great parenting resources uh, to help you have those conversations, to have the check-ins, to Help your child feel a little less stress and anxiety. Uh, there's so much of that out there. Um, and we certainly do recommend the book by Michael Anderson and Dr. Timothy Johansson called Just the Essence of Raising Life-Ready Kids, which has some really terrific advice to help you focus on what matters most in parenting. We are making that book available as our thank you gift when you send a generous donation to Focus on the Family today. You can donate and get the book at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast or call 800-the-letter-A-in-the-word-family. And when you're online, be sure to take our parenting assessment. It's free, takes just a few minutes, very helpful in guiding you into a better understanding of your parenting approach. Next time, we'll discuss how to show your kids that you mean what you say. For now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.